This is a shock podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that wants to know, have you ever seen the rain falling down on a sunny day? Yes, we have. It's called Hujan Panas. Read a book, people. Uh, today in the House of Pod, we have Karami Kamil. What's happening, guys? And Mifzal Male. Always here. I am Faisal American. Uh, Nicholas John isn't here. He suffered a slight injury after shaving his head. Come on, Nick. Uh, today we're going to talk about what happened in the uh, midweek European games. So let's get to it without any Freddy ado. First up, first up, and only because I want to get it over and done with quickly. Uh, Liverpool are out of the Champions League last 16. Um, Liverpool lost 1 0 at Real Madrid for a 6 2 aggregate defeat. Uh, pretty much everybody knew this was coming, right? I mean, they had a heavy defeat at Anfield in the first leg, and then they had to travel to the Bernabeu. They've not won there since the uh, 2008-2009 season. Yeah, I think basically we've, we see the writing on the walls right for this match and if you are a legit reasonable Liverpool fan like Faisal is, I think you, you really can't see Liverpool winning the match. Yeah, as opposed to a delusional United <laughs> fan like Mizal. <laughs> hey, on the contrary, not everyone knew this was coming. Did you see what Klopp said? He said if there was a 1% chance, he would take it. That's a different thing. Okay, if there's even if there's a 1% chance, we'll go for it. They're not going to give up. It's not saying that we can yeah, definitely but, no, overturn. No, but it's, it's the mentality. On the other hand, it is, we, okay, on the other hand, the mentality we, we, of, have, we have Virgil van Dijk, who is, is a realist. The, and he says it was over way back in Anfield. And they're on the same team, guys. They're over there. <laughs> Let alone us. It's been nice having you on the pod, Nick. Okay, now, that is the difference. Even if there's a 1% chance, you're a competitive sportsman. You're not going to just give up. What does that say to the fans? Yeah. Of course, he has to say something like that. Yes, right, We're not going to gonna say, screw this, this is over. We're just going to do absolutely nothing. Correct, can you, okay, can you imagine if Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said that whenever he was playing? No, it's, it's, it's not that. It's not that I'm, de- like, you know, denying what he said, but, like, I feel like what he said and what he did didn't quite reflect. You, you, you say you say that, um, you know, we're going to go for it, even there's a 1% chance. At the same time, you make all these, these decisions that don't support that narrative. Yeah, there's a difference between saying you want to do something and actually doing it. I mean, it's okay to rile up the fans, you know. Okay, um, don't give up hope yet, even though well, we trail by three goals. We are going to go for it. We're going to do our absolute best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, if I, I, I have to agree with Faisal, maybe I'm sorry. Uh, Klopp has to say that. He can't say he will throw the match, but... Um, I was anticipating a very good match actually for the second leg and I watched it and I have to say I was bummed out because Liverpool wasn't even themselves. They, I don't think they really attacked mm. the match. I don't think they approached the match the right way mm-hmm. or maybe that um, Real Madrid's offense is that just too dangerous that they don't really open up at the back. They don't really go all out when they go to, uh, when they attack. They weren't willing to take risks. Yeah, so I think it's it's a... It's a if you do you die thing, mm. some something like that. So, yeah. uh, but hey, hats off again to Benzema, I guess. Yeah, that's true. And uh, Mif did raise a very uh, good point, right? They're not 
willing to take risks. I think it's understandable because uh, they have, what, seven players out on the sidelines. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're heading for a defeat anyway. So why sacrifice more fit players for, for a lost cause? Okay, but what's the rationale behind bringing on a player with nine seconds to play? What is he supposed to do? Nine seconds of valuable magic experience. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's just to give to give you a taste of things. Good. Yeah, that's what I think. I, it's I don't I don't see it as a problem at all if you just played for one second or nine seconds or sixty minutes. Yeah, it, it mean, would be great if you can make an impact to the game, but. That would put him on par with Paul Pogba. How many minutes has he had in, <laughs> in Serie A this season? <laughs> yeah. uh, meanwhile, Manchester City had a big win. I'm talking about capital B.I.G. Notorious B.I.G. win. Uh, they beat RB Leipzig 7-0. Which I'm familiar with the result. Though. <laughs> <laughs> For an 8-1 aggregate victory with Erling Haaland scoring 5, proving once and for all that orang tamak selalu untung. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe for once lah, we need to change the pre-buster, kan? But I think four of those uh, tap-ins, one from uh, from the spot kick. So mm-hmm. I don't want to say it was luck, but Haaland was attracting the ball. He was like a magnet. The ball was just going towards him in any way possible. So uh, that's what he can do. He what he's what thirty-three goals in twenty-five Champions League matches now, mm-hmm. the fastest and youngest to reach that number. Uh, it's great and maybe, maybe, just maybe. We've said this so many times before. Ronaldo's record is very, very hard to be broken. So maybe we have Haaland now. Mm-hmm. He's a, and he's a he's a great player. No, no, let's get that mm-hmm. out of the way, no doubt. But when I see people or the media comparing him to like the likes of Mbappe, I think this is clear hype. It's just overly hyped. Okay, who's hyped? <laughs> Haaland or Mbappe? Because <laughs> I think Mbappe is overhyped. No, like, like, no it's, 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 it's like Karami said just now, that there were mostly tap-ins. So, when you're, when you're at that level, yeah, yes, scoring goals is very important. But when they're all tap-ins, there, there's no... A goal is a goal. I know a goal is a goal, but eventually you want to raise the standards, you know? Mm-hmm. You want to score something different. Okay, here's the thing, Mif. Um... There's many types of strikers. You have the Lewandowski, you have the Messi's, you have the Ronaldo's, and then you have the the Crouch, the Peter Crouches, the the Hernan Crespo's. If you can remember all these names, <laughs> so I think Haaland he can do all that. But if uh, Faisal might remember this, Robbie Fowler said, mm-hmm. a Liverpool legend said, his f- most favorite goals are tap-ins because that that means that he's doing his job. He's in the right places at the right in the right time to score a tap-in. Mm-hmm. So and the entire team presumably was involved in the build-up. Exactly. So if you if you are a striker and you are dribbling past four or five defenders and then scoring from eighteen yards out or more, then what are the rest of your teammates that do are doing? Mm-hmm. Okay, like, that, 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 that's 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 fair. Uh, that's fair. But let's He's just let me young. just let me just point out that he, will... he needs to watch more matches. Ah! <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. In the Europa League, Arsenal were handed a last 16 exit. Uh, they were beaten 5-3 on penalties after the match ended 3-all on aggregate. Uh, this leaves the EPL title as their only shot for glory this season, right? Yes, it has to be. And they better not do an Arsenal, you know. <laughs> because, okay, 
Remember when we said Arsenal doing an Arsenal Arsenal right? doing an Arsenal And about March They'll do an Arsenal So oh, yeah. this is March It's <laughs> March now And unfortunately They lost two of their Main defenders Centre-backs uh, Tomiyasu oh, Who is the right back I'm sorry And mm. who's the other guy Who got injured yeah, nobody <laughs> nobody remembers. <laughs> Who? Okay. So there's two of them got injured early in the game, so that might have messed the, the tactics up. And okay, we need to give credits where credits are due. Sporting Lisbon's goalkeeper, I think he was superb. He made tons of saves, including in the extra times. And he saved uh, Gabriel Martinelli's spot kick in the shootout, which helped his team to win and go to, to the quarterfinals. Myth, Manchester United are the only English team left in the Europa League. They're in the quarterfinals after beating Real Betis 1-0 and 5-1 on aggregate. And uh, I guess congratulations to Marcus Rashford. Eh? He's the youngest United player to hit 25 European goals. These are all incredible achievements. If you look at the circumstances... <laughs> the biasness of Myth's <laughs> He's young. <laughs> These are all incredible achievements. Really, if you look at it from a neutral side... But, unfortunately, for this season, nobody can get past seven, the 7-0 the, the result. So, I don't know what this means for everyone else. So much hate. Chill, <laughs> chill, uh, scrappy-doo. Okay. Um, what, what, was the, what was the record again? 25 goals mm. in European competitions. Mm. And Haaland has scored, what, 35, 33 in mm. Champions League only. So yeah, This babe, season. This, so, don't be biased, man. <laughs> But okay, again, Rashford, he, he has been the man for United. Um, let's just hope that he continues his, his form Consistency. consistently. Because I think he's been, he's been slacking off a bit. He's not been mm. scoring for a couple of matches, I think. In the last two, three matches, he's missed. I think he's missed one match. Yeah, so that's not good enough. Cause that's, Haaland, not a, that's not a couple. Dude, Haaland, not... Haaland scored five in a match. Yeah, but against RB Leipzig. Yeah, but how many times can you actually score five? Yeah. He's the only third player ever to score five goals in a Champions League match after Lionel Messi and, if you guys can believe it, Luis Adriano. This is not a comparison between two players. You know, they're both special in their own way. <laughs> then he said after comparing somebody else. Now, the draw for the quarterfinals for both the Champions League and Europa League will be held tonight at the time of recording. For the Champions League, uh, we have AC Milan and Inter Milan as well as Bayern Munich Real Madrid Man City Benfica Chelsea and uh, Napoli as for the Europa League joining Manchester United and Sporting are Feyenoord Juventus Bayer Leverkusen Roma and uh, Union Saint-Galloise I love saying Ooh, that you sounded sexy myself what on earth is that what are you saying <laughs> and that's from the sports writer what, what is that <laughs> Uh, this weekend's Premier League action will see Arsenal taking on Crystal Palace while Chelsea are at home against Everton. Uh, good news for Liverpool fans. They won't be in action as their game against Fulham was postponed because of the FA Cup quarterfinals. Um, this means that Fulham will take on Man United on Sunday. There's also Man City's FA Cup quarterfinal against Burnley. Uh, finally, after two rounds, only two Malaysian reps are left at the All England Badminton Open, huh, Karam? Yes, and let's focus on the good points first. Um, I think everybody knows now Ng Ziyong has pulled up a major, major upset. He knocked out uh, the reigning champion and the World number one, Victor Axelsen, in the second round of the All England in rubber matches. Um, again, it was it was not on the cards, it was not in the script, so kudos to Ng Ziyong. 
And accompanying him to the quarterfinals is Lee Zijia, who... Wow. Yeah, oh finally. He got, he got it this far? He... F- he finally got off from the from the early round, so he's it's the quarterfinals now. But um, the bad part is they are the only two reps for our countries mm. and for our, for our country. I'm sorry. Um, I'm I'm a bit disappointed with our main uh, men's double, Aaron Chiaso Woyik. Mm. They were knocked out in the first round against an unseeded pair from Indonesia. Uh, after all, th- after all the talk that they say that they are focusing on the All England, so something's not right there. Um, Go Jin Wayne it had uh, retired due to injury, uh, which was bad luck, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a couple more. Pelita mm-hmm. Nemtina also knocked out uh, early in the round. So uh, I don't think things are looking bright right now. Uh, although previously we've said that Malaysians badminton is maybe on the rise they have the mm. potential but well you know it's like a wave you know peaks and troughs peaks yeah and but troughs. I, hope, I hope it doesn't it will drop it'll go back up again I, I hope it comes mm. back uh, it goes back up uh, a lot more quicker and uh, don't uh, don't forget uh, all Malaysians just keep on supporting Ziyong and Zija mm-hmm. in the quarterfinals exactly let's keep an eye out uh, especially Go Jin Wei <laughs> too soon dude no <laughs> Well, that wraps it up for this episode of the Portball Sportscast. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I am Faisal Marigan. I am Karami Kamil. And I am Ivzal Malik.